This is Getting Into It with Grant, so let's get into it. Let's talk about what it means to be a software engineer versus a software developer. Unfortunately, we can't dive right into that topic. Engineering is actually like a whole discipline, so let's, let's cover engineer first. Technically speaking, engineering in the U.S. is a licensed discipline. Software engineers are not generally licensed, but we'll talk about that in a bit. So if you're licensed, you can call yourself a professional engineer. You can get the details on this at nceeS.org, but the gist of it is that licensure is done by state, and generally you have to graduate with an accredited degree, pass what's called the Fundamental of Engineering exam first, and work for a number of years in the field before you can even take the professional engineering exam. Now the PE exam is broken into subdiscipline, and yes, software engineer is one of those subdisciplines. This whole journey takes about four to five years of progressive experience in order to complete. Cool. You can get licensed as an engineer, but why on earth would you even want to do that? It sounds like a lot of work if I can still call myself a software engineer without being licensed. Well, for certain jobs, if your work impacts public safety, health, or welfare, then you may need it. And this will be clear in the job description. I personally considered at one point working on implantable devices, like a bionic eye, things like that. In order to do this work at the time, I would have needed a PhD and would have either had to work under or worked as a PE on a team. Regulations required medical devices of that nature to be developed and approved by a PE, so basically we're talking regulatory paperwork would be the driver for becoming a licensed engineer. And those are some reasons why you would want to go get a PE license, even though you can still technically call yourself a software engineer without it, and people will understand what you mean. It, uh, the drivers are really the type of work you get to do, and uh, just because you can call yourself a software engineer doesn't mean you actually get to practice in every single field of software engineering. So those are some drivers. But engineers have been around much longer than software has. So software engineering is new to the, uh, the conversation here. The term engineer already has a meaning and a whole entire discipline built up around it. So think in terms of, when I say engineer, think in terms of civil engineers, mechanical engineers, and electrical engineers. They've long established processes and methods for doing the discipline right. It's an applied science, right? So it started with science, uh, so think physics. And then that transformed into how do you take the, the pure math and science of, this, uh, of these concepts, how do you transform those into things that we can apply and build off of, build physical devices and buildings and things from? That's where the engineering comes in. And that's why I like engineering. It's not just conceptual or theoretical. It's real. You can see what you're building using these principles. And so, like I said, software engineering is still the new kid on the block. We don't really have processes and methodologies that can be applied to every situation, uh, like force equals mass times acceleration or voltage equals current times at resistance. Or do we? I think what I'm going to propose here is that we kind of do, but we're also gaining more methodologies as we build products over time. I'll tell you from firsthand experience that software engineering in 2021 is very different from when I started back in 2004. When I first went to college in 2004, my options were electrical, mechanical, or computer engineering. And then there's this weird thing that just happened to have been introduced to the College of Engineering that year called computer science. 
So I ended up getting the computer engineering undergraduate degree, which I've talked about before, and that's basically a digital electrical engineering degree. So let's fast forward to 2021. You don't just have those four things to pick from if you're in the College of Engineering. You've got a ton more things. You've got uh, cloud computing, even I've seen as a degree these days. There's a ton of different sub-disciplines that have emerged in software engineering as people have realized not everybody is going to do the entire full stack of software development. Some people do. It's actually still my favorite thing to do. But some people have the favorite stuff that they like to work on. Maybe front-end development, maybe back-end. There may be some database in there. Uh, or you, know, you may be focusing on DevOps and cloud computing at scale, mo working mostly in AWS or GCP and working at the infrastructure layer. Then you introduced software engineering into infrastructure when you start talking about infrastructure as a service. And you got Terraform, which is a, a type of language all about building and running infrastructure at scale. So the entire software engineering discipline as of today has already like fragmented in a ton of different sub-disciplines and I expect that trend to keep up over the next 10 to 20 years as we further develop technology. And you see quantum computing coming onto the scene these days too. And that discipline is going to just throw a whole new wrench into the works here. So it's very exciting to see this uh, engineering discipline kind of expand and grow over time. And I think all of that supports my point that a lot of good software engineering fundamentals are still emerging as this discipline kind of takes shape in the modern era. So taking our attention away from the engineering conversation back to our day-to-day -day life. If you're working on a, a team or you have worked on a, a team in the field for some time, you'll probably notice that there are two styles of building something. You can either build robust, reliable, scalable systems like the big enterprise software delivery that we talk about sometimes, or you can build a quick and dirty application to get the job done. Sometimes those are really massive, dirty applications. Uh, sometimes they're smaller, but those are generally the two ways to go about it. In my opinion, the difference between those two approaches is that all of the extra overhead and effort that goes into building robust, reliable, scalable systems, all of that meta, that overhead, is what sets apart software engineering from software development. Now you can still build robust, reliable, scalable systems and call yourself a software developer. Um, I'm not saying that software developers produce crap and engineers produce good stuff. My point is like in order to produce robust, reliable, scalable systems, it's not simply writing code. There's a lot more that goes into it. We're talking about the process of writing code, how much discipline is being applied here, what patterns, what anti-patterns are being considered, what are we trying to accomplish, what are our goals, are there principles in, that we can put into place that will enable us to achieve our goals quicker with higher quality. Those are all the extra things that I would lump into the bucket of software engineering. It's about processes, not just coding or developing, right? So that's my perspective. I do think that there are some people who uh, would say that first definition, you could call it a software craftsmanship is the term, but you know, whether you call it a software craftsmanship or artisan software, I think the, the term software engineer has been around longer than both of those. And those really are a probably a, more of a cultural reaction to poor software being built at scale or most of the software in an enterprise just being about plumbing data between location A and location B between different databases and transforming it slightly. A lot of enterprise software doesn't really do anything but run a business and so you don't have a lot of the the reason or the purpose to really craft your code really well but i think it might be helpful uh, for me to use an analogy 
at this point. So in my head, the difference between a software engineer and software developer may be very akin to a civil engineer and an architect and a builder. So builders, in if you're talking about home building, builders do the construction, but they do also follow standardized practices and approved designs from architects and engineers. Builders are very important. They're the ones doing the work. There are some really good builders out there, but every single builder, whether they are awesome or they're not so awesome, they build houses that, that stand for a very long time. They're still following the uh, codes, the building codes and the local ordinances that are necessary in order to build high quality homes for the community. But they're not doing the work of an engineer or an architect. They can probably do some of the work of those disciplines, but it's a different role entirely. I would argue a, an architect may not be able to build a home. Uh, an engineer probably has the skill sets to build a home. Uh, to build a home, but it's really the builder is the one who do, does those things, and the builder may be able to do a little bit of architecture and design. They may be able to do a little bit of structural loading and engineering, but it's a different job, different role entirely. So you don't have to be licensed as an engineer to practice as a builder. And in my head, this, this maps really closely to software engineering and architecture and software development too. It's, it's almost the same triangle when you talk about building applications. To take a swing here at trying to map these back onto the builder, architect, engineer triangle, I think one of the ways that I would look at it is that a software developer is the builder. They're the ones who are implementing the plans and the designs and staying in the guide rails that the engineers uh, and architects have set. A software architect is building the designs that will be implemented by a software developer. The software engineer is thinking about the software development lifecycle end to end. A software engineer is going to build code, but the software engineer is also concerned with following a good test pyramid strategy. They're also concerned with test-driven development. They're also concerned with trunk-based development. They're also considering whether they're going to follow a waterfall project plan or an agile software development process. They're also going to consider, are we going to organize ourselves as a DevOps team or not? The answer to all these questions are the discipline of software engineering. It's above and beyond. It's the meta all around so writing good software. So you can be a person who understands Python and C and Java, C Sharp, you name your language of choice. You can still produce products and do software development, but if you're not thinking about your um, agile software development practices or trunk-based development, how you're gonna scale your team to be able to write the software at the same time so that they don't step on each other, if you're not thinking about how you're modularizing your code, then I'm gonna argue that you're not a software engineer, and that's okay. This doesn't uh, mean you are lesser or greater than any other role on the team. It just means that you've got your box that you're living within. Your job is to write the software. And hopefully there is a software engineer out there who's thinking about the SDLC and producing hopefully some automation that will provide guide rails for you to fit within as you're delivering your code. Some things that are doing automatic uh, static code analysis, automatic security scanning, some uh I don't know, unit testing framework. Hopefully someone's thinking of those things. And I would kind of further draw the parallel there that those are going to be your building a house to uh, city code and following any city ordinances there as well. That's kind of the, the role that I would say the software engineer is playing on the team. As I was preparing for this podcast, I ran across a good definition of software engineering that was put out by the IEEE. 
the IEEE is the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers, and they're the ones who come up with a lot of the information standards that we use today. But I like their definition of software engineering. Uh, so here it is. The application of a systematic, disciplined, quantifiable approach to the development, operation, and maintenance of software. Let that sink in for a second. A systematic, disciplined, quantifiable approach to software development. So you, in that, you've got repeatable patterns, processes, methodologies that you're applying to the software development process. That sounds a little bit like I was talking about before when we're talking about building ordinances in, in city codes. It's frameworks, it's guidelines for how to build something, in this case, software. And the second part here is to the development, operation, and maintenance of software. What is that? That is the software development life cycle. How you're building it, when it is running in what environment? We'll say production, in your production environment. Like, how does it run there? And how do you maintain your software? So you've got to fix technical debt. You have to make decisions about risk. When you do security scans, you're introducing vulnerabilities into production. Is that a, an acceptable level of risk? All of that stuff around the actual software development process is software engineering as a discipline. And a lot of that is emerging. I do not want to get into agile or DevOps in this podcast episode. I uh, think I've done one of those at least so far on DevOps, but I've queued up some episodes in the future to discuss agile in depth as well as uh, do some more work on DevOps. But my point here is um, software engineering is about those kind of processes and methodologies. So when I think of software engineering and the software development lifecycle, I really think of two major goals. You've got to build the right product and you have to build the product right. Building the right product is about the mechanisms and feedback loops with your customer to make sure you're delivering something of value to them in terms of like business value, right? Like does the software that you're writing do something valuable for them, right? That's building the right product. That's what agile is intended to solve. Building the product right is all about building something that is scalable, robust, and uh, performant. That's what DevOps is intended to solve. So all things considered, uh, engineering licensure aside, I think if you were thinking about the SDLC and all of these other aspects of software development, then you are on the track to be a software engineer. It is additional overhead, but I think uh, from my perspective, I have found it valuable to me in my career to focus on those things. When we're talking about business and running an IT organization or a team of developers, if you've got five developers and no leader, you're still going to produce a product. You're, you'll do fine, but I don't know if that product will be able to survive 10 years of uh, existence with people coming into the team and leaving it with no direction on how to build this product for the future. If you're not considering how you're going to maintain it, you're just going to introduce technical debt left and right. And so that's the software engineering skill that I was talking about. It comes into practice and really helps a team build long uh, running applications that are robust and sustainable over the long term. That is important when you're building software at a large enterprise or a massive company versus just getting something that will get the job done at maybe a startup company or something of that nature. I don't want my bias to show through too clearly here, even though I am a software engineer. 
Um, I think that every role on a team is important and they all have a very important role to play as I hope came through clearly with my analogy to home building. Every single role is important. They just do different things. So whatever role you have chosen for yourself in your career, continue to grow in it. Become the best whatever role you are that you can be. That is what is most important. Not really the nuance between engineer and developer. The longer you are in a role, the more you will know what you like to do and what you should focus on in growing yourself. That's what's important here. I hope this clears up a little bit of the differences between what it means to be a software engineer and a software developer. They're used synonymously for the most part, but as an engineer, I feel it's important to define the two because I actually hear this question from people a lot more than I would think I would hear it. So it's important to, to try and explain these things. But if it didn't clear it up for you, let me know. Send me an email at hello at grantdryden.com or tweet me at tweets of grant. I look forward to hearing from you soon and we'll see you again next time.